Hi guys, it's Mingjo. Welcome back to my channel. A lot of people asked me about the different type of careers that you can do in commercial real estate. And in this video, I invited my friend Louis, who works at a commercial real estate investment firm in Texas. And he will answer questions regarding how to become a commercial real estate analyst and what was his interview process and what is the career path of commercial real estate analysts look like. So let's get into it. Hi Louis, thank you so much for being my guest on my YouTube channel. Hi Minja, thank you for having me on your program. Um, my background is actually in, in city planning. Um, so I got my undergrad in geography and urban planning. Um, so I worked in that field for about four years after undergrad. And I decided that it just wasn't for me. And I wanted to kind of pivot my career more towards um, something in finance. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go back and get my master's in real estate from NYU. Mm -hmm. And we were classmates in New York. And how did you end up in Texas? What was the job process, um, job hunting process look like? Um, so for me, after I finished my master's, I wasn't really sure that I wanted to stay in New York. I was kind of applying for jobs all over the country. Mm -hmm. And I applied for probably over 300 jobs. Um, so I just went with the best opportunity. So that happened to be in Texas. So I decided to, to take that job. Because I never applied for a job in New York because I I know that I will move back to Vegas after I graduated, but I heard a lot of classmates of us saying that it's very competitive in New it, York City. It, it is very, it, it is the most competitive job market for real estate, I would say. So how was the interview process? So in New York, I know some private equity firms will ask you to do an Excel performer from scratch and I know some investment banking firms won't allow to use a mouse. You have to use a lot of shortcuts on Excel. So how was your, how many interview have you done? Um, how many interview have you done among those 300 applications that you submitted? Um, out of the 300, I probably had about, I would say 20 to 25 interviews mm -hmm. um, in person and you know, the further you get into the interview, as you mentioned, a lot of times you'll have to take an Excel test. Um, fortunately, I never had to take one without a mouse, um, but there are some firms that, that do require that. So knowing, knowing the shortcuts in Excel is, is important. Um, for me, I use Excel in my, in my job just about every day. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've gotten really familiar with the um, Excel shortcuts and that's something that you eventually pick up on, but it's, it's definitely something to also study as you're going through the process. Mm -hmm. So yeah, when I was in graduate school, I did three internships and I would recommend that to anyone that's a student, try to get as much experience as you can. And the way that I kind of structured it is rather than staying with one firm uh, for a long amount of time, I'd usually just do it like one semester at a time. Mm -hmm. So I would try to get a sampling of different experiences. So I worked for kind of a, a small multifamily real estate private equity company. I worked for a real estate investment banking firm. Um, and I also worked for a, 
an, another small uh, commercial real estate firm. Mm-hmm. So I did uh, kind of like retail shopping centers at that firm. So I kind of got exposure to different property types, different in- investment strategies. And so I would recommend that to any students, try to get as much experience in as many different areas of real estate as possible. Mm-hmm. And I know there will be students out there asking, how do you get an internship? You know what I hate about like job hunting and like, submitting job application is that they expect a college new grad to have some level of experience. But I was like, I'm just a student. So how did you get an internship? So I kind of got lucky. Um, The first internship that I found, I was just browsing the web and I went to internships.com and I I typed in, you know, real estate analyst internships in New York City mm-hmm. and I was able to come across this firm mm-hmm. um, so I, I I applied for it and the, the the very same day I got a phone call as a very a very small company I was only like five or six people in the mm-hmm. firm and they called me that same day uh, did an interview on the phone and they said okay when can you come in um, that's not normally the case it's usually very you know mm-hmm. a lot more uh, structured than that. And you have mm-hmm. to go through maybe several rounds of interviews, but I, I got pretty lucky there. So I was able to get that, um, experience in my first semester. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I kind of utilized my connections that I made in the program. So like I worked at this firm that another Shaq student was, was working at. And mm-hmm. so I got his referral and that's how I landed my next internship at a real right. estate investment bank and Mm -hmm. then the third the third internship i actually uh shack has a facebook group Mm -hmm. and occasionally uh every so often you'll see someone post internships on there so Mm -hmm. i i saw someone posted that they were looking for an intern uh so i you know reached out to the person that posted it and i ended up getting an interview and i i got the position yep and so it's kind of a it's kind of a combination of yeah being lucky, being in the right place at the right time, and also utilizing your connections that you've made in the program to try to get those internships. Yes, I strongly agree with you. I went to a lot of networking events and I had people came up to me and asked me, I really like your personality. Do you want to be an intern in our company? Right. And then... Yeah, and that's a a great point. Um, And it's kind of... So going through the process, I've kind of found that there's two there's two different approaches that you can kind of take to job hunting. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's one group of people that say, okay, you should, you should just be networking. All you, all you need to do is just network, network, network. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't even bother applying for mm-hmm. jobs online because you know, the chance of you getting a job online is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's that group. And then there's people that say, well, networking is like a waste of time. You shouldn't do that. You should just be applying cold, applying to as many jobs as, as you can. And really the best approach is to do both, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the way that I kind of approached it. Yep. I was trying to interview. I was going on LinkedIn. I was reaching out right. to uh, people at different firms that I was interested in working for. And I was also, you know, setting up meetings with those people, trying to make connections. And then I was also applying for jobs online Um, And it's very time consuming doing all this, but it's something that you have to do uh, to give yourself the best uh, 
to put yourself in the best position to to get that that first analyst job. Yep. And I just got a new idea. I'm going to do two more videos in the future. Leave a comment below if you want to see a inter, um, a video about how to get an internship while you're still at school. And the second video will be um, how to prepare yourself for a commercial real estate interview. So smash that like button and leave a comment below, please. Okay, um, so let's move on. What skill sets do you need to become an analyst? You mentioned about Excel and what other skill sets do you need? Yeah, Excel is is definitely important. I would say it's probably the most important skill that you have to have. Um, being able to build a model from scratch, um, mm -hmm. that's very important. And there's some online resources that you can use. I used um, Adventures in CRE. Mm -hmm. They have several videos online, free videos on YouTube that you can learn uh, financial modeling skills. And also REFM online, um, they have some good resources and courses that you can take. Um, Udemy also, udemy.com, they have some good um, good resources for, for modeling, so. Mm -hmm. Hold on, there's another YouTuber. So there are only two commercial real estate YouTuber on the entire YouTube platform. One is me, I just started brand new. But I, would, I, I would do want to do a shout out to him. So just for disclaimer, none of the product that we mentioned, none of the program that we mentioned in this video is a paid ad. We don't get paid. I don't get paid, unfortunately, as a small YouTuber with only 107 subscribers. Yeah, I wish I was getting paid for that, but no. <laughs> but, um, so there's another YouTuber on YouTube that talks about, that talks a lot about commercial real estate excels and how do you calculate all of those um, CRE formulas. And his name is Break Into CRE. That is the channel name. And you guys can feel free to check, check him out. And you can leave a comment under his YouTube channel and tell him that to collaborate with me, please. All right, let's go back to this questions. You mentioned Excel. All right, let's continue. Um, do you need to learn about Argus? Um, I would say Argus is very beneficial to know. Um, I use Argus just about every day in my job wow. because I, I work, uh, my, my product type is office and industrial that mm -hmm. I focus on. And so the nature of those leases um, Argus is very, very, uh, important for, for those product types. Mm -hmm. So, um, I actually, I took a course at NYU, um, in Argus. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend that. And then I know Shaq also offers, um, some Argus training. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would definitely try to take advantage of that as well. What does your typical day look like? Do you have a lot of meetings? Do you need to meet investors or lenders? So we, we have every Monday, we have a pipeline meeting. So we kind of go over the status of all the deals that are in the pipeline. So I don't really have a ton of meetings. That's really my only scheduled meeting. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we'll meet with my directors to kind of sit down in a conference room and maybe go over um, some of the details of a deal will maybe go through Argus and like make sure that we're up to speed on our assumptions and things like that. 
Um, but yeah, in a tip, typical day, um, underwriting a lot of properties. So we're screening deals. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that it works is our, I work for, uh, four different directors. So they all, the directors are the ones that are, that have relationships with brokers and bro- brokers, brokers send them deals. So we, we work a lot with, you know, some of the big brokerage shops like CBRE, JLL. Mm-hmm. Um, so those brokers will send deals to our directors and the directors will kind of read the OM and they'll, they'll say, okay, this kind of meets our investment criteria. And then they'll pass it along to the associates and the analysts, which is my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll take a look at first, you know, first we'll read the OM get an understanding of, of the project. And then we will, um, download the Argus. Usually the broker will provide Argus, um, yes. cash flows. So I'll download the cash flows and then I'll kind of run it through our model mm-hmm. to determine like what the returns are. And then I'll also kind of just, we'll do like an, uh, introductory kind of, uh, underwrite to, to uh. see how the returns are. And then if it's, if it's something that really meets our criteria, then we'll take a deeper look and then we'll maybe go into the Argus and try to mess around with the assumptions. We'll maybe look into the market, um, kind of research what our assumptions should be based on the market and things like that. So mm-hmm. that's sort of what the process is like. And then once a deal, if we're, if we're interested in a deal, we'll, you know, we'll present it to our investment committee and then we'll get the deal moving along. And if, if we like it, we'll put in an offer. And that's sort of the process for, for how it goes underwriting. Right. Go start to kind of verify the information. Yep. And once you identify the deal that you think you'll be a good investment and you and your director, would both of you present it to the investment committee or it's only your director that would do the presentation? Well, the, the director is really ultimately responsible for presenting um, because it's it's sort of their deal. Um, mm-hmm. They um, they kind of take ownership of the deal because they they're you know, typically the way that it works is a, a director will have uh, certain incentives compensation wise, like they'll get mm-hmm. uh, bon- bonuses based on deals that they that they end up acquiring and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's really the, the director that takes ownership of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're the ones that are presenting it to the IC or the mm-hmm. uh, investment, investment committee. committee. So, so the analysts and the associates, we're really there to kind of uh, support the director. So we'll, you know, provide information. We'll anything that direct the director is not sure of, we'll chime in and we'll, you know, give our, mm-hmm. our feedback on, but, Ultimately, it's the director that is presenting. And you don't have to answer this question if you don't feel comfortable answering. You mentioned about um, the directors who get a bonus or some type of incentive. Will, will the associate and analyst team also get an incentive if they are the one who help this director to close the deal? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it kind of just depends on the firm, but yeah. um, the way that our firm is structured, we get um, a bonus based on yeah. the acquisition mm-hmm. that we're a part of. Yeah. So what is the career path look like? You start as an analyst and what is the next step? Yeah. So you start out as an analyst, you're probably there for two to three years and then um, you'll get promoted to senior analyst 
Um, some, sometimes you go straight to associate. So that's the, the next step. So it goes analyst and then associate. Mm-hmm. Um, then you do that for a couple of years. Then senior associate is the next level. Um, and then once you're there, you go kind of in the, the director path. So you can become a, a senior director mm-hmm. and then a managing director. Um, and it's, it's just kind of different depending on the firm. Every firm kind of has different titles, but mm-hmm. um, that's kind of the standard, uh, right. the standard progression analyst, associate, uh, and then senior director, uh, and then managing director. And then from there, you can go on to other positions, higher executive positions within the firm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do maybe become start your own firm. You can mm-hmm. become the CFO. You can become the director of acquisitions. So it kind of just, uh, the sky is the limit from there. What are some of the ad- advice that you will like to give to young professionals or students who are studying commercial real estate? Yeah, so I would say for, for someone that is still in school, get as much experience as you can. Try to get as many internships as possible. Mm-hmm. And... Network, talk to as many people as you can, and don't give up. That's that's probably my my biggest piece of advice. Is you know this is a it's a it's a difficult process, and it can take several months of. It, it took me about six months to find a, a job after after school, even even after having three internships in school. Wow. So, um, you know, don't give up. Keep keep trying. Keep going at it. And eventually right. something will happen. Yeah. You know, uh, you kind of eventually you'll, you'll be in the right place at the right time. So mm-hmm. don't give up and just do as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And any advice for young professionals? There might be somebody out there, let's say a broker or a mortgage broker or lender that want to switch their path to the equity side. Um, yeah, I would say utilize your network. Um, while you're a professional, go to networking events. Um, if you're uh, whatever city you're in, there's usually some type of a real estate council that you can join. Mm-hmm. Um, try to make connections in that industry. Um, and mm-hmm. you, know, you can maybe get a referral from someone that works at a, at a firm that maybe you're interested in. Mm-hmm. And maybe some connection can pass you on to another connection. So I think networking is, is crucial, um, really at any stage. But um, especially when you kind of, when you're early in your career and maybe you're thinking of pivoting to another type of firm, mm-hmm. um, it's really good to have connections. And this is, I remember you say this to me one day or you texted it to me. You said your network is your net worth. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's very true. Your yeah, that is very is- true, especially in the real estate industry. How do you network, Lewis? Are you part of any associations? So our our firm actually encourages us to to join real estate associations um, here in Texas. So they actually they pay for us. These memberships to these kind of organizations can can be kind of pricey. Uh, so my my firm uh, covers the cost of those, and it's a great way to network. Um, each city kind of has their own real estate organizations um here in texas we have uh trec um so that's uh, a good good way of of networking 
mm-hmm. in, in real estate. And I'm pretty good at networking, I think. Um, and I just got a new idea. I'm going to do another video about all of these different type of associations. And as a student, how can you join for free? And a lot of these associations have a huge discount membership fee for young professionals. So smash that like button and also leave a comment below if you want me to do a video like that. You know, you always have to do the call to action because people nowadays don't click that like button. (laughs) All right. um, I think that's it. I think that's all of the questions I have. Thank you so much, Louis. Thank you, Minja. And I might invite you again to be on my YouTube channel again in the future for the three other videos, ideas that I just came up with. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, happy to happy to be part of your program. Thank you. Thank you. And also for those of you who haven't checked out my podcast, it's called Creative Talks Commercial Real Estate Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and Google Podcast. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm going to stop recording. Thank you so much for watching, and I will see you in the next video. <laughs>